What's up, guys? This is the Laidback Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Grove, joined here with my co-host, lifelong friend, totally awesome guy, Curtis Lamb, and my amazingly beautiful and favorite person in the world, my wife, um, <laughs> Ashley Grove. And we have a third, uh, a second guest, I guess, a third in the family. We have our little Camden RV Lee Grove here with us well, today i have definitely slid to third in the rankings on the laid back podcast uh <laughs> no, i said there. family <laughs> i mean wow no, no, i just got demoted i'm no longer family now i'm, I'm like below now <laughs> Kurt, you're always family you know <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good brother uh hey it's good to hear your voice man i know uh i know we haven't done an episode in a little bit and it's my apologies three weeks to, I think, right yeah my apologies to everyone because I was going to do one uh, by myself, but when I went to record, it just wasn't the same without Seth. And so I, <laughs> I deleted it and I was like, nah, man, we'll just wait. Uh, it didn't feel the same doing it without you. So I'm glad to have you. Ashley, welcome. Camden, thanks. welcome to the, the podcast. He says thanks so, too. <laughs> good, good. We're going to have to get him a little uh, laid back podcast t-shirt. Oh yeah. So we had one. We had one for Evie last year. So I'll I'll do another T-shirt order. We'll get him some laid back swag. So, but uh, how are you guys doing? It's it's been a little bit. Huh. it has been a journey to say the least. Um, it uh, Camden was born uh, February twelfth um, at ten thirty six. Mm-hmm. There was a little confusion um, on the exact time when we were there, but. Uh, his, his and my wife's story are kind of a little bit of a whirlwind, a roller coaster, if you will. Yeah, well, don't don't spill it yet. Um, uh-huh. Just so you guys know, we're not going to do a full <laughs> podcast uh, today. We just wanted to do like a little bit of their story and uh, and how they uh, came to where they are now and something like that. But overall, though, you guys are doing good. Before we get into it, yeah, everybody yeah. is getting happy settled and in, healthy, and. Uh, and he met his uncle today, Bradley, uh, Ashley's brother. Okay, so, nice. And and his girlfriend. Nice. So yeah, <laughs> good. Had some nice weather here. Took him uh, for a walk yesterday. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about on our next episode regarding like <laughs> the Lake Union Congress and some other <laughs> things. Um, lots of stories to tell about that. So um, before we get started, though. Uh, I guess like what is I'm gonna ask you guys some questions and then you, I'll let you guys just kind of tell your story here. But I just want to ask a couple questions before we start. Um, what is like one word? And I feel bad for not telling you the questions ahead of time. Like one <laughs> word throughout because throughout the process, right from from start to end, what is one word that like kept coming up to you guys or like a theme that you noticed during this process? I don't know if that's an easy question to answer, but overwhelming overwhelming uh, okay just like in in so many different ways like the overwhelming amount of love like you felt instantly or we Mm -hmm. felt instantly like the second i heard his cry like like i knew i was gonna love him obviously he's our kid but like it's just a totally different kind of love like it's so overwhelming and then also all of the other things that were going on and the changes like it's just it's it's funny um, that you asked the one word thing um, in our in our 
relationship throughout our whole relationship. Uh, the one word, our whole entire relationship was, has always been patience. Um, we had to be patient to, to have our long distance relationship. We had to be patient to move uh, closer, had to be patient to, to get married, had to just, everything's been patience. You have to have patience. This is, this experience was kind of like the exact opposite. Granted, we had to be patient for him to quote unquote cook, but, but, um, grow every, (laughs) but, uh, this, this, uh, like Ashley said, it was pretty overwhelming. So this experience, I guess, would be the opposite of patience and more of just like, uh, everything was hurried, rushed, um, from, from the moment, from the moment we started, uh, that morning of the 12th to, to the, to the very end of, of his, his, uh, actual birth and everything was just like, bam, 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 bam. So there was, we didn't have time to even think about being patient. Uh, right. Camden was not patient. <laughs> He was ready to come out. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, like, with that, Ashley, you you brought up a great point when you said like overwhelming with love. Um, obviously, as parents, everything changes. Like mm-hmm. the way, like you guys view life, the things that are important, your schedule, <laughs> like everything is just a complete changing. Uh, one thing I noticed, and this is gonna be more of a personal question. So, if you guys don't want to answer, you're totally cool. Um. But I noticed, like, when we had Evie, that my understanding or appreciation for God's love became magnified. Mm. Like, as oh, a parent. Yeah. Go ahead. No, absolutely. It's just, it shows you, like, I like we just have him. And the amount that I love him and the things that I would do for him. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, the other day I was thinking, like, how am I going to react if he's bullied? Or how am I going to react if if he gets hurt, you know, and God Mm -hmm. has to sit there and watch every single one of us Mm -hmm. deal with these things on a daily basis. And like, can you imagine like with the amount of love that I just feel for my kid, how he feels for, for a population of people that he created, you know, exactly. And then, yeah. And not, not, not being able to stop us from doing things that Mm -hmm. hurt us or, or even the ones that don't even acknowledge him or, or love him back. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm what you know. I'm what is known as a helicopter parent, um, and what those are is they hover the whole time, and so I'm a hoverer. Michelle's more of a let Evie kind of learn as she goes, and I'm more like, nope, she's not doing this. It took me a long time before I let her on the trampoline, and then like there's just a whole bunch of lists. But yeah, it's, I like the point there. Like your love for that, you know, your child is it's just one person, and then you put it into perspective. Like not only that, but when like in John three sixteen when it says like God gave His Son, right? Oh, and uh, I could never mm-hmm. imagine giving my my daughter or my son to be sacrificed to save the world. Mm. Like he ends mm. up, yeah. Anyway, got deep for a moment there. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what has been, I guess, one of the most enjoyable moments of this journey so far? For me, like. A specific moment was was like just being able to to actually hold him in my arms was mm-hmm. I don't know Im- impactful uh, 
Like it was, I don't want to, like, we haven't really gone through the story yet, but yeah. Ashley, Ashley got to hold him for just, I don't know, 15 minutes uh, the night he was born. And I didn't get to, I didn't get to hold him at all. And there, there's, yeah. um, so I was, I mean, I wanted everything to be good with him safe and sure. whatever they needed to do, they needed to do. But like, I had, like, I, it was, it was meaningful the moment I actually got to hold him in my arms and, uh, and just, just knowing that, you know, this is something that came from us. We created it. It just was, that was, that was impactful. For sure. For sure. Good. Ashley, do you have something? I, there is, it's just been such a crazy, like, I want to say probably the moment they told us we could go home with them okay. was, yeah. you know, cause like we had gone through like different stages of, of his health, like at the beginning where, you know, they didn't know what was really going on with him to we're going to try this. And it's kind of an experiment. It's old school. We're going to see if it works to, to like him just turning a corner and like, you know, nasal CPAP came up came off nasal cannula came off within days IV came out like all these different yeah. things and then the second they were like you can actually take him home it was like the best feeling ever but also mixed with like like are you sure because you just <laughs> took that off like right like, right no yeah for sure but, for sure a little a little apprehension but mostly just excitement to yeah be taking him home yeah I hear yeah you. and having like our normal <clears throat> I wouldn't even say a little apprehension. We were very Oh, I was we were very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of apprehension. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let's let's get into it. I'm sure people are wanting to know what's happened a little bit. I think it's kind of a cool story. Um, just like what you guys went through. I I don't mean cool because I know you guys were worried a lot, but the cool in the way like that God brought you through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he answered, I'm sure you guys were praying a lot. We had um a lot of people, some listeners were praying for you guys. Uh, my family was praying for you. So I know a lot of people praying uh, out there, which is always so cool when you see things that happen. And when people come out of it, like people talk, like, oh, I don't know if God answered my prayers. Well, I always see like when something bad doesn't happen because people pray, like that's an answer to prayer. So that's cool to see that you guys are all home as a happy family. Uh, but you want to walk, Seth, do you want to walk through like kind of what the journey looked like for you guys? Yeah. So um, I don't know. Do you want to describe the this this pre situation that we were in? You have a little more a better explanation. Well, at the first anatomy scan, like twenty weeks, we found that I had a low lying placenta, so placenta previa, which is basically the placenta, which is usually at the top of the uterus, was at the bottom, blocking the exit, basically. So it was high risk pregnancy um, for him and for uh, and for myself because if he was to to want to come early or anything like that it would cause a lot of hemorrhaging a lot of bleeding so so that's when it started was at 20 weeks and we found out and i was put on all kinds of restrictions mm-hmm. i couldn't they... lift anything or push anything more than 15 pounds i couldn't stand for more than 2 hours there was even a, a suggested a suggested moment of where they might want her in the hospital 3 weeks prior to um, her due date just yeah, because they didn't want her to be away from a hospital in case right. something did happen. Yeah. So, so that's where it started. Yeah. That was, that was the pre pre uh, intro to the whole thing. So we, 
we already had to watch out for that. That was a little, um, we, we made it through it. Um, the Lord, uh, definitely guided us through some of those moments and decisions. There were a lot of questions of like, why can't things just be normal? And, and, uh, you know, just stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like you want, you want everything to be healthy and happy. And, and it was, it For was sure. kind of frustrating to, to, to Ashley specifically. Um, and I just did my best to, to be there by her side and say, we're going to get through it. And then also probably should mention that the placenta previa means C-section. So it means that there's no possible way of having a natural That's birth right. or unless sure. it, moved which it didn't which right yeah it didn't we were watching for it and hoping and praying um and at one point there were some signs that it was moving but it just didn't move enough so the day of the 12th we had a doctor's appointment scheduled at nine something in the morning just one of the regular checkups that you go to every week and they ask if you have questions and you walk out (laughs) yeah so Um, like you said, like an hour in the waiting room, five minutes. Yeah, for them to, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions? Oh, you're 36 weeks into this, you got it. Yeah. Um, we we did discuss uh, some some things for pre C section um, steroids for his lungs, being that he was going to be early and and whatnot. We did not go through with those yet because we could not quote unquote get a C section scheduled, therefore, we didn't know exactly when. Um, it was going to happen. Um, and, uh, so the next step was later that afternoon, we had a ultrasound scheduled in order to schedule the C-section. Um, now this ultrasound was basically to tell the doctors at UC Davis, uh, which is where we were planning to have the C-section, um, just where the placenta was, um, how, how far it was, whether it was coming or moving off or not, which we had already figured it was, excuse me, it was exactly where we knew it was being the fact that we'd have, we'd had lots of, uh, ultrasounds ahead of time. Um, something that I forgot to mention is, uh, there had been a couple scares, Mm -hmm. um, beforehand before this day uh, a couple times i took ashley into the er because they had told us if you had any bleeding at all that you need to go immediately to the hospital um, just in case something was going wrong and there were a couple times that ashley had uh had some some bleeding um and both times um Everything checked out. She was okay. Uh, it was just the placenta moving a little bit off the wall, and and um, there was nothing too serious to worry about. But they did want us to get the C-section, C-section scheduled because she was bleeding, um, and they didn't want that to prolong or get worse. Um, sure. So we head to UC Davis in Sacramento. Was this so? Yeah, I was just going to ask a question here. So you were heading for your checkup to UC Davis? That's where you were headed? When you well, we're you heading headed? to, it's in Sacramento, so it's two hours away. It's a high mm-hmm. risk pregnancy doctor right. there that was going to be taking over my care because I needed to have a different one to get into this hospital. 
So we are going there to have a meeting with her, basically. Upon okay. our going there, though, the doctor at our doctor's appointment had told us, hey, just pack your stuff just in case they decide it's serious enough that they want to do it right then and there. Yeah. Which we didn't. It was it wasn't a strong chance that they'd do it. Um, so, but we did pack our stuff anyway, so we had it along. Um, the Lord blessed us in that sense um, of the doctor being preemptive and uh, proactive. proactive and and whatnot. Um, so we get there to the ultrasound. They they do the ultrasound. Everything goes well. Um, it's exactly what we thought. Uh, Santa was in the the. He was covering uh, the opening or the exit, um, and uh, and the the she was a high risk uh, doctor, high risk pregnancy. pregnancy doctor. Yeah, came in and and basically told us um, that we needed a C section, which we already had known. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. She she mentioned that she was going to try and get us into UC Davis that evening. Um, because of my history of bleeding and everything that was going on, like it was either we get the C-section scheduled and done in a, like in a timely manner, or it's going to turn into an emergency C-section and it's yeah. going to like, it's going to be a much bigger issue. So when she called to get us into UC Davis, she, um, she called them, talked to them for a little bit, came back and said, well, unfortunately their operating room is down. And all of their C-sections for the day have been canceled because the room had flooded. So we couldn't get in that day. And she said, go ahead and head home and I'll give you a call with the day that I schedule your C-section for. So on our, we had just started driving home. This, is, she this us. is from Sacramento, right? That you guys yeah. Were, yes. you were asked, okay. So you're heading yeah. two hours back home. Two right. hours back home. And she calls mm -hmm. us and she's like, we have an opening on Thursday at 2 p.m. So be here at 11. That was... Thursday is the 13th or the 14th? The, no, it's the 15th. 15th. It was the 15th. It's the 15th. Yeah. And so I scheduled it. We were on our way home. It's about 30 minutes from home, right in the middle of the mountains with no cell service. My water breaks. Yeah, Ashley Ashley says to me, uh, either, either my water just broke or I'm going to need to start wearing a diaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like it's it's she's like i was like that i don't know what just she's happened. like first she's just like seth i think something's wrong and i'm like okay what's what's going on she's like i am just soaking wet she said and she told me that line and uh and i was like okay well we're headed to the hospital anyways because the doctor had wanted us to get the steroid shots um sure so that so that he his lungs would be better developed um, when mm -hmm. we did have the C-section. So we were headed to the hospital anyways. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to be all right. I'm going to get you to the hospital. I might have done a little bit of speeding. <laughs> I was starting to have contractions. Yeah. Which was uncomfortable, but not nearly as bad as they could have gotten, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, Michelle had, she was in labor for like 34 hours and her contractions <sighs> were super bad like we it was like fourth of july and we went to the hospital and like they like shoved their they, I, i'm not gonna do graphic but they did something to where they were checking the mm -hmm. dilation or whatever mm -hmm. and i just remember her being in so much pain and they're like no nah, you're good and 
it was it was just a disaster for like 40 hours or something like that and then finally they had an emergency c-section but yeah contractions sorry no no fine. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we you started, to have, yeah, you started to have those so you turned around right so just so people know no, you're on no, your way home we were we were on our way home we, we water were broke. going to the hospital in clear lake Which oh is small. Okay, okay we didn't yeah the whole reason right. the whole reason so we still heading have, to clear lake yeah the whole reason okay. we couldn't have the c-section at this hospital is because it's so small we're in the middle of nowhere. Sure. They don't have a blood bank. They don't have a NICU. They have amazing yeah. staff, but it's not like they don't have okay. a, a neonatal doctor, anything like that, right? Gotcha. So, so I show up at the so hospital. Real quick, real ahead. quick, just resetting the timeline. So you drove from Clear Lake to Sacramento for your doctor's visit. Uh-huh. They sent you back to Clear Lake, halfway uh-huh. around, I don't know, somewhere up some point going back. Water broke, contractions happening, Seth is speeding. <laughs> And now what's happening? Ashley's car sick. <laughs> also <laughs> because so I had been fasting all day as well. Because and it's like it five o'clock in the evening because yeah. they were thinking I was gonna have a C-section that night. And she was like, You might as well just fast, you know. So we sure. had Arby's right before my water broke, which was I'm never having Arby's <laughs> ever. So we get to Michelle the Michelle had it was a roast beef sandwich. Really? Right after well, because like you're not supposed to have, or she wasn't supposed to have deli meat because deli of meat. the mm-hmm. chance for listeria or something. Listeria, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, no so good. She, I would eat, I would eat lunch meat all the time, and I'm like, oh, this is delicious. And Ugh. but anyway, continue. So you, you guys, you were, you pretty much, <laughs> I know, I know. So we get to the hospital, and they're expecting us because they're get, thinking I'm there to get the steroid shot, right? And we're like, I'm pretty sure my water just broke, and there was like a whole huddle of nurses. And they just pull me into a room and then the chaos started. Uh, We had, it was just a turnover, which probably was a good thing because they had a lot of hands on deck. Um, They were right in the middle of getting reports. So instead of anyone going home, they all stayed and and came right into. And being the fact that they, they know me, they know who I am. They knew somewhat of the situation. um, So. Plus, we'd been there several times because of the bleeding from uh-huh. earlier. Right. So everyone runs in. They start doing all the things they need to do. They're, they missed three IVs in my hand, <laughs> my arms. And uh, it's just it's just chaos because yeah. everyone's running around. They're all asking me questions. I'm signing consent forms with one hand while the other hand's getting an IV put into it. And yeah. then taken out of it and then put back into my arm and then taken out because they just kept missing. Bring an ultrasound tech in and they're yeah. checking checking how far you're dilated and and just questions left and right. And I'm just doing my best to help answer, to be supportive, try to stay out of the way. Like it's just a lot going on. And um at one point the doctor says, Okay, well, actually it was one of the nurses that told us that they're going to fly her out because they just can't do it there. They, they don't have the, the proper equipment, the proper For sure. uh, supplies on hand. Um, so we were wondering at first, like, do I just, well, first we didn't know exactly where we we're going to go. And then they told us probably uh, um, Sutter Sutter in Santa Rosa, which is about a hour drive from here. Um, okay. 15 hour or 15 minute flight 
uh, if you're like, going by helicopter. That's like, what, kind of, <laughs> what kind of helicopter is that? An hour drive, 15 hour flight. Oh, <laughs> um, so uh, I'm like, well, do I just leave? Do I leave now? Like, I, cause I want to be there. Like, I don't want, I know for yeah. a fact that Ashley, what's going through her mind as soon as she, as soon as she hears that she's being flown out is I'm going to go into labor and my husband's not going to be there. And that has been my number one fear since the beginning. And I've told him that like, like if they fly me out there, it's going to be at least an hour away. And, yeah. and I can't go through that without you there. <laughs> and, and uh, so like, I'm, we're like trying to coordinate, like, when do I leave and, and why not? Um, basically the nurses told me you guys or Seth, you should leave as soon as they confirm where she's going. So the helicopter lands, they come in and they say, we're headed to, to, uh, Sutter Santa Rosa. And I'm like, okay, babe, I'm going to go, I'm going to be there. Okay. Like, it'll be okay. Um, I'll let her speak on her experience in flying. Well, the whole, uh, with him leaving, I was just telling him to drive safe because to get to Santa Rosa, you have to drive over this mountain. It's a super curvy road. The whole entire thing is one lane on the side of a mountain. It's sure. like I was, I knew he was going to speed, but I just wanted him to be safe because I couldn't imagine getting there and not knowing where he was. And there's no service the entire drive. So like, I just needed him to get to the hospital <laughs> safely. So he leaves, the helicopter people come in. They load me up into the stretcher. They take me out the front door of the hospital and push me across the parking lot, which I thought was strange. Well, so, so they do that because that part of the hospital is closed. Nobody's there. Um, yeah, and it's, but... and it's a quicker way rather than going all the way around the back. So mm -hmm. they sure. just take you right through the, the front entrance. And... Yeah. But I'm like getting pushed through the parking lot freezing. And they kept asking me in the hospital, like, do you want socks? Do you want socks? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, can we just get them going? And then like the whole time outside, I'm like, man, I wish I would have took those socks. <laughs> so they, the nurse tells me the helicopter nurse, she tells me you're going to be put in through the back of the helicopter and it's a tube. And I am super claustrophobic. So the second I heard that, like my panic went up from a hundred to like a thousand. And so they are pushing me through this teeny tiny little tube in the back of an airplane. And I'm thinking, okay, when I get through this tube into the main part, it's going to open up. It doesn't. It's teeny. It's tiny. Like there's stuff hanging in my face. I'm having contractions. I'm strapped to this board. They want me to lay on my left side to help with the blood flow and everything. And they have Camden on a monitor and his heart rate is just going crazy. And I can hear it like the, the beeping that they have that tracks it. And it's just, it was above 200, which is relatively fast. And mine was going crazy. I was shaking. It was it very was stressful, very me. overwhelming. Yeah. So they finally take off and. Was that your first 15, time on a helicopter? It's no. So the first time I was in a helicopter was in Hawaii on our honeymoon and it was open I figured, yeah. and it was beautiful and I loved it. And this was different experience altogether. Seth, Seth, you're going to have to take her back to Hawaii for a helicopter ride so she can have her last <laughs> remembering helicopter ride something nice. I don't think I'll it, so and then to top it off, I had just read Seth the the um oh, the yeah. autopsy report for, for for Kobe and his daughter. Kobe Bryant and his daughter. 
So oh, like I'm what? thinking because I was it was I read it. I just had it was seen something it. she found and it was on TikTok. So I looked it up. <laughs> Anyways, and like my medical brain, I wanted to read it, right? So like I'm I had just read this like poor don't nobody read it. Don't look it up. It's bad. <laughs> so I'm like having all these like images in my head. Right. Of like the worst case scenario. All all this stuff is feeding her anxiety. Yeah. So but anyways, 15 minutes. It felt like an hour. We finally land. Um, they pull me into another room with 20 other people that just attacked me with more IVs because they were never able to get one. Um, I have an anesthesiologist trying to explain to me what's going on. I have a the surgeon trying to explain to me and get consent signed. I have the neonatal doctor who's trying to ask me questions and get consent signs all while, all while they're doing vitals and IVs and <laughs> pull, pulling at me and, you There's, know, just so many things going on. Now, in the meantime of her flight, it's funny. It's funny. She says, I know Seth's going to speed because in truth, and all reality, I wasn't allowed to speed. Uh, I get to just about Middletown and I get stuck behind the semi is going 40 in a 45. So I'm following him. There's no passing lanes. We get through Middletown. He pulls off. I imagine for me so that I can go around him at, at a place called buddy's gas station, which is at the casino here in, in Lake County. Um, so I get around him. I, I get probably, to the top of the hill and I, I didn't speed. I drove, I drove more. I will say Ashley would not be happy if she was in the passenger seat going around the corners. I would never drive like that with her in the passenger seat, but I didn't speed. <laughs> Did you um, go above the speed limit? No. Wow. That's impressive. What's the speed limit there? Uh, I imagine whatever he wanted it to be. <laughs> it's either 45 or 55. One of the two. It's 55. It's 55. Oh. Oh. Um, I'll pull up the dash cam footage and see if he's oh, or not. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll find out that I didn't speed. Um, so, so anyway, so, so then you, you get to the hospital, right? Or no? Well, I, I, before I even get there, I'm going down the hill now and I get stuck behind three cars that are only going 40 and what is the 55. And I get past them finally and, and get almost to Santa Rosa. And I get stuck behind another car that's only going 30 in a 45. This whole time, I'm trying to get to my wife, who I know is worried sick because I'm not there. And there, she's thinking that that uh, um, that I'm yeah. going to miss miss the birth of our son. And I'm so, praying to God. I'm saying, Lord, yeah. just take care of her. Like. Let everything happen the way you plan it. Like I, I know you got this. Like just, just give her comfort and peace of mind. And and like I know, well, like I know exactly what's going through her mind. Like, yeah. So there's an interesting thing here. Um, before you keep going, like your word that you guys used earlier uh, throughout your whole relationship was patience. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of cool looking at this that maybe God was putting you guys through all these patience style tests Seth. So like you're on your way and you're, he mm -hmm. knew like maybe like years in advance that these were all going to happen. And like, Seth's going to have to be patient 
to get there. And <laughs> Behind the car. Ashley's going to have to be patient waiting for Seth. And I don't know if that's how it works, but it's kind of cool to think that maybe. It definitely, it definitely crossed things, my mind. I'm like, you know. Here's that word again. <laughs> yeah, here's that word again. Yeah, um, for sure. But Ashley texts me. She goes, I just landed. I look down at my GPS and I'm I'm nine miles out. And I message her. I say, hey, I'm nine miles out. I'll be there soon. It took me 10, 15 minutes because I was stuck behind right. the car. But uh, so I get there to the hospital. And when I initially left, I was like, so is there anything like I need to know when I get there? Like, who do I tell or what do I say? Like, um, they said, just go in and tell them that your wife is giving birth. She's in room five is what they told me. Well, she wasn't in room five. Um, <laughs> but I get there and the front of the hospital's locked. Everything's dark. I have no idea where I'm supposed to go into. I was like, okay, so maybe I should just go to the emergency room. So I start walking around the building, which mind you, I have no idea how big this hospital is. I, I've, I only see the front and it's decent size. It's two levels, you know, it's decent for our area. Um, I cannot find the emergency room. I see the helicopter that she came in on, but I'm following the parking lot signs for the emergency room. And all of a sudden the signs just disappear. I'm like, hmm. so I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to drive to the emergency room, wherever it is. And as I'm literally running back to the car, because I'm out of time, I know I am, I know Ashley's about to go in. Um, I see a gentleman walking towards the hospital. He's got a badge. I'm like, I'm like, Lord, please. <laughs> so I run up to him. I'm like, hey, do you do you work here? He's like, yeah, I do. I was like, my wife is in labor. She just got flown in and I, I, I have no idea where to go. He's like, oh, follow me. So he takes me sure. in, tells me where to go, um, takes me right to the desk. Essentially, he doesn't even tell me where to go. Um, and he's like, here, this is where you need to go. And and I walk up to the the nurse's station. I said, my name is Seth Grohl. My wife just was flown in. Um, I don't even tell her, tell them what room they are. They're like, Oh, follow us. We already know. And so they take me back. Um, and when I walk into the room, I see the relief come on Ashley's face. She was still nervous and stressed, but definitely happy that I was there. Oh yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, and the room was filled with people. There's, there's at minimum 10 people in that room the whole time. Wow. So then you finally got there. So that, that had to be a relief to finally get there in time. Yes. I I just I just wanted to be there for Ashley. I, I knew I knew how nervous she was and and quite honestly scared. We were both scared. We didn't we didn't know what was going on, you know? This is our first first child and high risk. We have like everything no, we wanted to avoid. It's like we were running straight through it. No matter what anyone says percentage wise or whatever, like the moment you hear high risk, like it's, you can't ignore that. Like you can't just think, Oh, everything's going to be okay. Like you got to have that potential in the back of your head. Like something could sure. go wrong, you know? For sure. All right. So, so you, you finally get to Ashley. There's relief that you're all there. The high risk is still in your mind and things like that. Right. So like what's happening at this point? Like, are they getting you guys in a room? And I know the rooms. So, like, well, let me ask you a question about this. So, your guys' room before birth, right? Was it really nice? 
mm-hmm. like spacious, big. really big. Yeah. yeah. The one and they then brought after you have, great. Yeah, and then after you have the baby, it's like real small. Well, right. And I was confused because they said that this was the room we were going to return to, which now it afterwards was the room I returned to it was my the yeah. recovery room that oh. I was in. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, I learned great. like, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a nice huge room. It's be great. And then they've put us in a room where you are for like healing, and it's like half the size. Yeah, yeah. tiny. Which, yeah, is the same. Yeah, is the same. Yeah. But, but okay, well, cool. So then, what happened? With, what, I mean, they bring what, what us then? into the C-section, the operating room, and they start the C-section. And I mean, there's no complications there. Everything goes great. All the risks that they told me about the hemorrhaging and stuff, none of that happened. Thankfully, they said the it came yeah. off really they, well. They pulled him out and he immediately started screaming. So at that moment, I was like, "Like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, It's like he's screaming, he's breathing. Yeah. Like, That's the sign that you're supposed to have, that we, your baby's healthy. We both looked yeah. at each other and started crying. Oh, yeah, immediately, right? So yeah. So then... So before, you, before you continue, so while you were in there, Seth, like, what were, what were you like... So like I didn't interact with Michelle too much. She was kind of like just doing her breathing, uh, kind of. Thing. I was, I was right there next to Ashley. She yeah, she had her head was on my too. shoulder. She was she was, like no, I was, she was holding the, her. She hand. was on the table. I held it. I held Michelle's hand. She was on a table. It wasn't really. Well, she her, was on but, a table too, but but yeah. like. Were you in a I chair? Don't know how, I don't know how yours was set up, but I was in a chair setting next to Ashley. Um, Ashley's head and her left arm was oh. in front of me. Yeah, so I was like behind Michelle's head the way they had the chair set up. Oh, yeah. Kind no, of thing. Ashley, I, I leaned over so Ashley could lean into my shoulder oh. and, and yeah. close her eyes and just. I mean, yeah, I mean, the whole C section thing only took like, it didn't take very long for us. No, it was quick. It was like but once like, we got in there and prepped, it was like 10 minutes he was out. Yeah. But I remember like listening to the heartbeat monitor and I have. So everyone knows, like, my family is in the medical field. I have zero experience. <laughs> I know what I see on TV. So all I know is like, I'm hearing the heartbeat monitor, and I'm hearing her heartbeat go faster. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I grabbed the nurse. I was like, hey, is that normal? Like, is that <laughs> is that okay? He's like, uh, we could probably give her some, some more medication or some more pain relief or whatever. And I just remember sitting there thinking, like, boy, that's not a good sign. When I'm pointing things out, and you're taking my advice for things, right? Like this, right. this is not, this is not going to go well. And so, like, I was just panicking. But then, like, you know, you guys said, baby cried. I was the first yeah. one to hold it aside from the nurse for like the, thirty seconds, and then that was it. So, so I didn't get to hold him. Um, right? They they put him on Ashley for a little bit. Well, no, didn't they first? But you're just. Oh, we we should say them. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. How early was this? I don't think we mentioned that this was uh. Oh, uh, so this was 30, thirty six yeah. weeks. Yeah. Okay, weeks. yeah. So, we, we never we didn't mention any of that. Which is yeah. early, but it's not terribly early. It's not. I mean, no? thirty seven's full term, right? Yeah. So it was. Okay. It was alarming, but it wasn't like. So it wasn't it wasn't like premature or preemie? Well, it, it was. It technically but uh, by a week. Okay. Yeah. So his, but not like some of those was, ones where you see and they're like, yeah, he's not really or, super, super small. And he yeah. has always measured I know, I can like see ginormous. <laughs> oh yeah. Just ginormous. <laughs> um, so he was measuring huge. He was measuring in 39 weeks in that, that morning yeah, at the yeah. ultrasound. So like we really weren't worried about his size. Um, but so he's crying. We're crying. 
they ask Seth if they want if he wants to trim the umbilical cord and I tell him like yeah like you can go over to him where they have him right and yeah I didn't cut the cord I trimmed it <laughs> they already <laughs> they had, had it cut they, already they were it. like yeah. you can cut it some more yeah. <laughs> so, nope, I didn't do like, that do you want to cut the cord I was like sure I say to my chair I told him nope but I told him, I was like, if there's anything you do when you walk down there is don't look back at my stomach because I didn't want, like, oh. I knew that they had my, like, you know, they take your bladder out, you're cut open. Yeah. I didn't That's want okay. him to pass out. He was worried I was going to pass out. Yeah, Which, no. So, like, I can't of, do the whole of, blood thing. And so I told him, I said, like, make sure, like, when you put the sheet down, everything's cleaned up. <laughs> and, like, she was sewed back up and everything, but there was blood everywhere when they pulled, and I almost, I almost passed out. Like, See, they had me, they had me leave. Before she was well, completely stitched all. Well, up. that was the thing was oh, they, they brought him, him over. They brought him over to me wrapped up in a chair in a blanket, and he had bubbles coming out of his mouth. And she was on the phone with the neonatal doctor, and like I'm wanting to touch him and hold him, but at the same time I can hear her on the phone saying like This is what his breathing's doing. He's not doing well." And I'm just thinking like. Like, yeah, I want to touch him, but like, I don't want to do this at his expense. Mm -hmm. Like, if you need to take him somewhere, take him. Like, I, like, of course, I want right. to see him, but like, just, yeah. just take him. So that whole moment was kind of not tainted, but like, you know, that was what was going through my mind. Like, take him where he needs to go and get him the help that he needs mm -hmm. because he does not look like the screaming baby that I just heard. With, right. I thought how he would look, right? Mm -hmm. So, he, was, he was grunting, is what they were saying. Yeah, and it just didn't sound normal. He didn't look normal. I like, I just wanted them to take him to go to okay. fix him. Right. So, so they take Seth. Well, they ask, like, do you want to go with him? And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I want him here so bad because I know it's going to be a little bit longer for the stitching up part. But I'm like, he needs, like, I, I want him. I don't want our son to be alone. <laughs> so he goes with the nurses and they take me back to recovery after a while. And then eventually they get to, they take me back to the NICU where Seth and, and him are. And he's. They, they immediately put him on a CPAP um, to help mm -hmm. him to force air in his lungs. Um, and I, at, like at that time, all I, all I knew that was potentially wrong is is they were just saying he he's grunting and that's something we don't really want to see very much of we're hoping he he gets a little better and, and everything um ashley came out um they put him on her chest with the cpap machine on um and the same thing was going through my head was like i want to be holding him so bad but like i don't want to hurt him like mm -hmm. Like, I know that he needs to rest and he needs this equipment to stay on him. And it's like getting knocked off because his arms are flailing and I'm trying to hold him, but he's got IVs and tubes and all this stuff already. So like that whole time, I'm like, I like I, I want to tell them, like, take him off of me, put him back in the bed so that he's OK. But at the same time, like, like we needed that moment, you know, to, yeah, to bond. Bonding. But then they take you. You get to see him for a little bit, and then they take you to the recovery room, which is teeny tiny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we we both went there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, for the next, uh, well then, um, <laughs> for the next, uh, so how long? So we were there for the next three days, right? 
Mm-hmm. We were there in the hospital for the next three days. Ashley did amazing at, at recovery with her C-section. Um, they wanted her on her feet the next day. And she walked a little bit. And day by day, she was doing better and better. Um, but he was not uh, doing as good as they were hoping. And, and it was hard for us at that point because not that they weren't telling us things, but we just felt so lost as, as to like, like helpless. Like we couldn't do anything to make him better or, or whatnot. He had, so, so everybody knows he had a little bit of underdeveloped lungs and, and a lot of fluid still in them. Um, when, when they're what, Oh, um, when they're, uh, when they're normally born, I guess being pushed out helps get the fluid out of their lungs. He didn't have that yeah. being through a C-section and, and, and whatnot. And then on top of it, he's a little, a little bit premature. So his body was, was good size, but his lungs weren't there to support his body. Uh, weren't, right. weren't fully ready to support. Yeah. They just weren't ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was on CPAP for a day and then they moved him to oxygen um a, a at, high flow at, nasal cannula yeah for which was 40 percent for a while mm-hmm. so those of you who don't know like when you're breathing like just oxygen and like nature like it just without any like at normal air normal air is 21 percent oxygen right so they were pumping 60 percent oxygen well first it was 40 uh-huh. the first day um, then they bumped him up to 60% oxygen. So did they he, do the steroids before they bumped him or did they do them after they, they bumped did him? it bef- after they bumped him? So he just was not doing well. They didn't know if it was a heart issue. They had talked about even flying him to another hospital in San Francisco. Um, and then the doctor came in and she explained to us this health or this plan that she, plan of care that she had. Right. So she, Wanted to give him some steroids and Lasix, which is a medication that helps him urinate. And it was kind of old school. She explained that to us. And it's not something that they really do, but she thought it would be exactly what he would need to start drying up his lungs and just giving him the extra boost that he needs to to get better. And she told us that that, that night, she came into our room at like midnight to tell us that. And the next day we went in and they started reducing him off. They took him off the nasal cannula, the high flow. They put him on a low flow cannula. The next day his feeding tube came out. His IV came out. Well, before then, though, another point that was really hard for us is we got discharged and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And, And that was something that there was a moment where I was trying to lead up to this a little earlier. There was a moment where Ashley and I, knowing that we were going home, were at such a a, a loss of not understanding what was going on. And not because people weren't telling us, but it was just over our heads. Everything was, everything had just moved so quickly and, and, where it it just came to a point where we just sat there and held each other and cried because we had no um idea 
on on what was going to happen, on how things were going to go, what was really going on, and 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 um, and we were leaving, you know. Yeah, we had yeah. we were going to be an hour away from him. We we couldn't we couldn't take him with us. That that hit us really hard. That really like you you're all excited to see your newborn kid and and everything, and you imagine taking him home is when you go home and, and when you can't do that, like it's, there was a moment that we were discharged and Seth went to get the car and I was sitting on a bench outside the hospital. And while I was sitting there, uh, a nurse walked a couple of parents out with their kid who was going home and then still waiting for Seth. Five minutes later, another nurse walks out another set of parents and they're bringing their twins home. And I'm just sitting there like, like I, like the moms are waddling out and I'm, also waddling out but i don't have my kid you can't do that like it's just yeah. that that really was hard hard to understand and and take they had an amazing uh um home there though uh that was intense it was built specifically for parents who had kids in the nicu um that because they couldn't stay at the hospital they provided it on on the facility campus um we had to nice. bring our own food and, and stuff but we were able sure. to stay there and that was that was amazing for us we came home uh for one night to reset to get better cl uh new clothes and 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 stuff that we needed but the next day we went back and we stayed there and at first ashley was uh, apprehensious uh, just not sure whether we should do that um and once we found out that we could go home first and grab what we needed and come back we were so so thankful and super happy and and like the staff was just amazing with us super like all the nurses we didn't we didn't have any problems everyone was super supportive and there for us the whole time um and like ashley was saying all of a sudden he turned a corner after yeah. the steroids were done. And, and within three days of, of turning that corner, even though they were telling us like every nurse we asked, like it, we couldn't get like a, an estimation. Nobody wanted to jinx it. Yeah. Everyone was like, you know, these are the things that have to happen. But every single thing that they said had to happen, like happened so much sooner than I thought it would. And he just bounced back so quick. He fed amazing. He put on weight like crazy. He did all the things that he needed to do and all the things that we were praying for were just, were just happening. Yeah. And he, he did amazing. The Lord really. But now we've been home. Answered prayers and. For a whole week. <laughs> and it just keeps getting better and easier and every single day we get through it he uh and he pooped on me twice today that was awesome it's great <laughs> i have not had to i have not to have to, to deal with that at all um uh, yeah well i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad he's 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 back and it sounds like you guys had a really roller coaster of a journey it's exactly um, the best description I've had. I feel like you guys, it. yeah, like you, it sounds like you guys hit like a lot of different emotions, a lot of highs and lows, um, and like literally like the one verse. There's a Bible verse that come, you know, there's a ton of Bible verses, right, that talk about God's trust and 
and leaning on him, you know, and things like that. But like the one that really, I think really fits for what you guys went through, like from, from it's like Isaiah 41, 10. I mean, we, we know that verse, right. You know, um, just talking about on that verse, how, you know, he tells you not to be dismayed, right. To lean with, to lean onto him and, and things like that. And to, to, um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I got it here. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The greatest part about that is like he's saying, I'm your God. You know, he's he's got your back. Um, because you think about it, like how many other religions have gods that they worship that is so giving, like our God? And like his main goal is as our God is main goal, like Ashley said earlier, is to just love us and to be there for us and take care of us. And a lot of other gods are all about getting stuff, you know, or you know, worship and sacrifices, but um it's really cool that we have a God that has our well-being um, in mind. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think your guys' story is super inspirational. That uh, speaks to that, you know, because I don't, and I can't speak to it, but I know like for like Michelle and I on our journey, we wouldn't have gone through, we wouldn't be able to make it through without God, without our faith in mm-hmm. God. And, no way. Yeah. And so like, I can't imagine what you guys went through without having that, that peace kind of knowing like, Hey, yes, we're getting discharged from this hospital. Right. But God's there with with Camden. Mm-hmm. God's got His angels there, you know. Um, and that's just kind of a beautiful thought when you're when you're not there. Who else would you want there besides God? Right, watching watching your son. Um, so, but uh, I appreciate you guys hopping on. I know, like as new parents, super busy uh, <laughs> times schedules. Um, thank you for devoting some time to to get on to share your little journey with our our listeners and. And then get a little peek into the personal side of, of our lives. I know we always talk about sharing some of the personal aspects of our life and what's more personal than like adding a new member. Right. So I appreciate you guys mm-hmm. being vulnerable and, and hopping on. Is there anything you guys want to say to our listeners? Um, is, what was the name of the the house that you guys stayed in? Is it like a charitable donation a, a place that people can make donations to? It's called the Shea house is S H E A. And okay. it's sponsored by a family that lives down there. But uh, if you go on Sutter Regional Santa Rosa Hospital's website, there is a section on there that talks about it and does give a spot at the bottom for donations oh. if anyone wants to. Okay. It's an amazing well, thing. I couldn't imagine going through that having without it. having that place of refuge to go back to. Yeah, being right there, like it was, it was definitely a, a blessing. Cool, cool. Um. Anything else you guys want to add before we before we close? Um, we are happy to grow the laid back <laughs> podcast family. There we so. go, man. For sure, for sure. Well, once again, thanks thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, to our listeners, we'll be back. Uh, Seth is said his schedule is looking good, so we'll be back recording next weekend again. Um, and we're excited to have a schedule coming out here soon. I know right now we've just been pounding out episodes. I think we've done 35 episodes so far since March 2023. I counted it last weekend. It's over 30. It was either 33 or 35. So some of those I I count as, I mean, like some of those are just like announcements. And I don't know if I count Uh, the pilot. I I, guess the pilots. I I counted the actual episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's either 33, 35, something like that. doesn't really matter. Uh, we've had over a thousand streams, which is really cool. 
Um, so that's kind of cool. But I think what, one thing we're going to work on doing, guys, is kind of getting a schedule out with when uh, episodes are going to air and what dates, and then also kind of breaking it into seasons. Um, so you'll have like, so obviously we just did a whole plethora of episodes, but kind of going forward, we're going to say like, hey, maybe we'll do like 12 episodes in a season or 15 episodes, whatever that looks like. And then we're going to put time in our schedule to have just breaks for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I, I know when we talked about our mental health awareness episode, right? Making sure that our mental health is still good. And that obviously as, as fathers, new, new parents, being there to support your son and your wife, we want to make sure that it's not too much. Family first. Uh, so, exactly. So we are going to work on that um, and just do different seasons. And we, I promise you guys, I know we, I, I've talked about it so much. I am going to try to get more stuff on Instagram. It's just so hard. I'm just so busy. Like I'm oh. working a lot go ahead. with family too. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The Facebook page is up. Yes. For those of you who who don't know, I I've already invited at least all of my friends on my Facebook thing, but but uh, you, the Facebook page is up and running. Um, do you have access? Oh, I should go up here. That's okay. Okay. It's just late. I finally got back. that up. It, what's so, the, yeah, it's just we'll, it's we'll just add it to our QR podcast. code too, just for you guys know. We'll add it to the yeah. QR code, so if you scan that or have that on file, you'll be able to get access to our stuff, our link tree. Um, we'll add that there. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you've added to the link tree, but I don't think you have access to that. I don't so. think I do. Anyway, folks, as, as Seth's looking at that, we'll get it added to the link tree. Um, he'll post it. it I'm sure it's, it's been posted it's on Instagram just and Facebook. The laid back podcast is all but, it is. Look for the logo. You'll see us. Yeah, look for the um, logo. Other than that, y'all, enjoy. Enjoy this episode. Grab a hammock, relax, and uh, dive into the, the Grows journey as a family. Yep. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>